Are you a strong, independent woman who's passionate about her career? Then this podcast is perfect for you. Based on her book, The Career Woman's Secret Playbook, career coach Dr. Dawn Hamby shares the kind of insider secrets you can only know if you've hired, fired, and promoted employees over the past 30 years. Ladies, I'm on a mission to help busy women just like you create a career and life you love without sacrificing your work-life balance to get it. Come join me as we inspire and motivate each other only as women can and have lots of fun along the way. With Dr. Dawn's tools, strategies, and action steps, you can unleash your personal and professional power in a whole new way. Here's today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of the Career Woman's Secret Playbook podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn, and I am absolutely thrilled that you are here today because, you guys, we are covering a topic that is so important, modern networking. Now, a lot is written about networking, but what you don't typically find is all of those tips and tricks we all need to make sure that we know the do's and the don'ts and how to actually make it work for us because it really can be overwhelming, right? (laughs) Especially if you don't tend to be a social butterfly, you might think, oh my gosh, there's just no way I'm going to be comfortable with really networking. And yet we know not only as career professionals, those of us that are in this line of work, we know that networking is very important to your own career success. So as a business consultant and coach, you guys, I have got to cover this topic. And it's definitely something that I cover when I work one-on-one with clients because it really can be the secret sauce to take your career to the next level and to build relationships. Many times those work relationships, especially if you are lucky enough to work for a company that truly has an awesome work environment, that organizational culture, well, if you've been blessed like me, some of your work friends end up becoming really dear friends in your personal life. So networking can help you put yourself out there, make new connections and build those relationships that can really make the difference in your life. And yet there's still so many questions about it. You might notice from the title, I am talking about modern networking because a lot has changed. You know, over the years, we would just start with exchanging business cards. Oftentimes, networking events were very formal. Well, in today's more modern and digital age, there are definitely some do's and don'ts I want to go over with you. And I want you to see that things are a little different today. How we network today is not necessarily the way we would have networked years ago. In fact, today's topic is so important that I've divided up today's episode into three segments. In segment one, we're going to talk about the do's. Segment two is going to be about the don'ts. And in segment three, I'm going to share some of my favorite tips with you on how to make sure you're networking in a way that's comfortable and natural to you. But before we kick things off, I want to welcome you if you are new here. And if you are new, I'm so glad that you found us. I put together content just like this, filled with my tips and tricks of what I've learned over the past 30 years in being in the workforce, not just as an employee myself and later as a manager, but also as a business consultant and coach. I know why I would hire someone, why I would sometimes 
sometimes unfortunately have to fire them and why on a good day I could recommend somebody for the promotion. So on this podcast, I'm going to make sure each and every week that I'm sharing my tips and tricks with you so that I can save you time, money, and heartache. Okay. So I'm just so glad you're here. This is a community that is determined and dedicated to live their lives with more passion and purpose. So you know what? If that sounds like you, you are definitely in the right place. And again, I'm so happy that you found us. And so if you like today's episode and content like this, and you're like, you know, this is right up my alley, it would mean the world to us if you would rate, review, and subscribe. Now, I also want you to get plugged in on my website at drdawnshoptalk.com. I've got tons of free resources for you. I think you're absolutely going to love some tips and tricks you can find right there on the website that you can download and use today to help you not only kind of take your career up to that next level, but can really help you with that work-life balance we were talking about. So be sure to check that out. All right, you guys, let's kick things off with the do's of modern networking. Now, the first thing I want you to concentrate on is creating a positive and professional online presence. What does that include? Well, it includes things like creating a professional LinkedIn profile. If you haven't considered that, really do so. Because when you're out and about meeting people the old-fashioned way, right? Perhaps at a networking event. We'll get into that a little bit later. Well, oftentimes, because it is a modern age, when you exchange that business card with that person, one of the first things they're going to do is head over to that computer. They're going to possibly Google you. And at the very least, if it's a professional event, they're probably going to check out your LinkedIn profile, see if you even have one. And if you do, then they're going to take a little time to get to know you, know your company, maybe look at where you graduated from college, let's say, or they might even check the connections you have to see if you have connections in common. Or sometimes they might be wanting to make a connection into a certain industry or profession or with a particular company. And they see you're connected there. And that definitely can bridge the gap in terms of building that professional relationship. And who knows where that could lead in terms of your career. Now, other ways that you can participate in terms of creating an online presence, it doesn't have to be with LinkedIn. You could instead perhaps participate in an industry forum, maybe attend a webinar in your industry, or publish an article or a blog post where you can showcase your expertise on a particular topic. And by doing so, people are again going to build that relationship with you because they're not only going to value the expertise you bring to the table, but if you are posting regularly on social media or contributing to your industry, again through a webinar or something like that, perhaps even a professional conference, people are going to know, like, and trust you. And as they say, when those three qualities exist, right? When people know, like, and trust you, as I mentioned before, when that happens, they're going to be much more likely to build that relationship with you and definitely look at doing future business together. The second thing I want you to consider is attending virtual events. 
Nowadays, because of virtual platforms, you have the added advantage of being able to attend much more. In the past, you know, travel budgets oftentimes would get cut. That still happens today if budgets are tight at your company. Then perhaps travel is really going to be cost prohibitive. But running a webinar or even putting together a meeting by Zoom or some virtual platform like that is definitely going to be budget-friendly for your company. It allows you to meet people across the world from different companies that ordinarily you would not have a chance to meet. So attending those virtual events not only helps you get to know more people in your industry and establish those relationships, but the opportunity to showcase your skill set and to learn something new from experts in your industry really are exponential. The boundaries, the boundaries of geography and those financial boundaries, right? Those really don't exist when you attend a virtual event. Now, that doesn't mean you should not attend events in person. I truly believe that a combination of virtual events that would, again, allow you to create a network across the world in combination with grassroots networking, which would be things like attending events with your local chamber, supporting the local chamber, which is so important, not just to small business, but really to national businesses as well, because it's a way to build those relationships in the community. You've heard me also mention BNI, Business Networking International. It's been around for 38 years. It's the world's largest international networking group. In fact, this past year, BNI members have passed on over 20 billion, billion with a B, dollars of revenue to each other. Because unlike other groups, BNI is not a leads group, it's a referral group. So check that out. Go to BNI.com if you want more information about that. I'm very active in BNI. I'm also very active in my local chamber. I'm also an ambassador to our regional chamber. And I believe in both because by reaching out at the local level and then also through organizations like BNI, which give you that international reach, the combination of attending events both in person and virtually, just between those two organizations alone, not to mention professional organizations that you can reach out to and participate in, really do help you not only grow your business, which is what those organizations are all about, but it also gives you so many great ideas. I can't even tell you how much I've learned from other professionals about what to do and what not to do. So consider that, you guys, as you're thinking about networking and what feels right to you, that's the advantage of things like the virtual networking. If you're less comfortable meeting people face-to-face, -face, you know, not everybody is outgoing as everyone else, right? Everybody's a little bit different there in terms of their comfort zone. So attending virtual events can definitely help you and make you feel a little bit more comfortable, especially if you're able to attend those events right out of your home. It can build your confidence. Next thing you know, the next time you're in person at a networking event in your community, you're going to feel so much more comfortable. So really think about a combination of both of those things. All right, the third thing I want to cover in your dues is I want you to personalize your outreach. 
don't be just like everyone else and send out the same generic email or message, especially if you're using those virtual platforms. If you make a connection, let's say with LinkedIn, then personalize the message and just instead of just sending that automated message. You also might want to think about mentioning something specific from that person's profile. When you do that, it shows that person that you're genuinely interested in them and what they're interested in. That's so important to people. They don't want to automatically hear about what you're passionate about. I mean, passion is great, okay? I do want you to be passionate about what you do. It really is infectious, but you don't want to start with that each and every time. You want to make sure that you bring up something about that person's profile, something that you read about them, because not only is that a natural way to connect, but guess what? It's going to show that person that you actually took the time. <laughs> and you know, time is such a commodity. That's why I have so many episodes about time management. Time is valuable. It's the one thing, remember, we can never buy and we never get back. So that means a lot. When you mention something specific about that person, maybe an article you read that they published or opposed, or you noticed something about their expertise, something that they mentioned perhaps on social media, that really resonated with you. Again, that's a great way to network. That's something that's fun and could be very natural for you instead of trying to make it so formal where maybe it's outside of your comfort zone. Okay, you guys, let's move on to segment two. Let's tackle the don'ts, what not to do. You know, it's really great to talk about what to do. That's important. But don't we sometimes learn a lot on what not to do? So, In other words, if you're out there networking and you realize, oh my gosh, I better never do that again, you know it's not working, we sometimes learn things even faster by finding out what not to do, right? So that's why I definitely want to go over a couple of these don'ts with you. Let's start with this first one. This one I'm calling spamming your connections. In other words, again, be very careful. I mentioned the generic email and text messaging, right? But in addition to that, you don't want to send out a mass email or a mass message of any kind. That really is a turnoff. It seems too pushy, too promotional, again, too generic. And you're not at that stage yet. When you're networking, this is not the time to sell. This is the time to make that connection with someone, to build that relationship, to be genuinely interested in what they're interested in. Just remember, flooding your network with promotional messaging is going to be the fastest way to turn someone away. It's not going to attract them to you. Another way to phrase this is quality connections versus quantity. It really is more valuable in the end. All right, let's move on to a second don't. And I'm calling this one neglecting follow-up. It's so easy to meet someone. You're so enthusiastic, especially if it's in person. You exchange the business cards. You promise them you're going to follow up with them by the end of the week. Maybe schedule a lunch for the following week. And then crickets, nothing happens. The fastest way to kill your network is to build the wrong reputation. When I talk about building your brand, and I love helping my clients with this, in fact, building your personal and professional brand, I think is so important. I devoted an entire chapter about this in my book. Well, one of the reasons is because your reputation 
definitely precedes you, good, bad, or ugly. And the fastest way to kill your reputation is to be lousy with follow-up. People want to be able to trust you. Remember what I said earlier about knowing, liking, and trusting someone. That's kind of sales 101. And you can really really hurt your chances of people trusting you if you say you're going to do something and it never happens. You don't want to come across as someone who's all talk and no follow through. So create a system for yourself where you can send out a quick thank you or share some valuable content. For example, you might want to use technology to your advantage here. I do a combination of grabbing those business cards. I put them in a business card organizer. And then the next day, I'm going to go through those business cards. I'm going to put a red check mark on the business card when I've actually uploaded them into Trello. So I use Trello. It's an electronic system, a virtual system that allows you to create sort of like a visual pipeline. Find a way that works for you. Don't just grab a business card and by the end of the week, you've got a whole stack of them. I organize them that way. That way I can see which ones I followed up with. And then by using a virtual platform, I'm able to see where I am in that pipeline. Did that person respond? If they didn't respond, then maybe I need to wait a couple days and follow up with a phone call. And then if it looks like, you know, for whatever reason, it's not going to work out, that's fine. That doesn't mean I can't follow up with them in a couple of months to see how things are going. Because again, you want to build a professional reputation that people can count on. That can make a real difference. And remember, building a solid relationship does take time and effort. Consistency is key. So figure out a system that works for you, that doesn't feel overwhelming, that feels natural to you. And because I like the combination of things I can actually hold in my hand, (laughs) as well as things that I can access through my cell phone and computer, that's why having a business card organizer that I keep in my briefcase at all times. In fact, I just ordered a new one and I go to a lot of networking events. So this helps me keep a handle on that. And then the ones that I feel really have potential, then I'm going to create those contact cards I was telling you about in Trello. That way I can visually see where I am in that prospecting process, right? Because I'm attending those events, not just to make friends, but to grow and expand my own business and to help the people I meet do exactly the same thing. So I believe in giving back. I believe in making sure that if I can help someone grow their business, I'm going to get that done. So when I'm using my tools, whether they are physical tools or a digital version of that, I'm going to make sure I'm following up for that person as well, because I would feel terrible if I told them, oh yeah, I know so-and-so and I'm going to connect you. I think they can really help you. And then I don't do it. I would feel awful. Now, are there times things slip through the cracks? Well, sure. Everyone's human, but If you have a system like that in place, it won't fall through the cracks for very long before you catch it, and then you can do something about it. Here's another don't, being inauthentic. Oh my goodness, people, you can sniff that out pretty quickly, can't you? Again, this whole thing about building your brand, you do not want to build a brand that's based on being inauthentic, where people are like, oh yeah, sure, you don't want that at all 
all. Don't pretend to be someone you're not. That's why you got to make sure the business you're in is really authentic to you. Now, listen, if you're just a little shy, that's one thing. I help my clients all the time come out of their shell a little bit so that they don't hold themselves back because there could be a lot of other things going on there. And that's what we work on in one-on-one coaching. I'm talking about really putting on airs, just not being true to yourself, you know, over committing yourself or saying that you can do something that you can't. Just be honest. People really can relate to that. I mean, nobody is perfect, but if you address a problem and fix it, that's what I care about. I don't want you to be perfect. I just want to know that if you say you're going to do something, you do it. And if something comes up, you're going to just let me know what's going on so we can do something about it. So again, just be who you are. Be proud of it. You don't have to exaggerate your accomplishments. That comes from a a place of scarcity, a place of lack. And you want to come from a place of abundance. Be proud of the contribution you can make. Make sure you're genuinely interested in learning about that other person first because you're not there to sell. You're not there to expand your business in nanoseconds. You're there to learn about the other person, how you can help them, and how they can help you. And it starts by being authentic, building that trust, because that truly is the cornerstone of modern networking. All right, you guys, as we wrap up, let me give you in segment three, three tips on how to be really successful in networking. Number one. In this first tip, I want you to stay informed. So in other words, keep up with industry trends, industry news. When you're well-informed, it really enhances your credibility. You don't want to start off with some statement about your industry and then come to find out a week ago all that changed and you're sitting there going, uh... (laughs) It doesn't make you feel or seem like the expert. Again, you don't have to act like you're the expert in everything. But when you speak about a subject in your profession, you just want to be as informed as possible. It's going to build your credibility. Credibility is so important to your profitability. And when you combine that with your visibility at these networking events, you guys, you are on your way. Tip number two I made reference to before, that givers gain philosophy, giving back. And I'm going to call this one, give before you receive. In other words, be more interested in helping out that other person. When you're networking, you really want to do that. That's really the place to find out about them and how you can help them grow their business. And by doing so, not only are you making a new friend and you're learning a lot, but then they too are going to return the favor. Now, are you going to come across some people who are just takers and just take, take, take and don't give? Well, you probably are. But I promise you, I've been to a million networking events, you guys. I love it. And I promise that the person who does that is so few and far between. They're not attending these events. At least they don't for long, okay? Because it's all about them, right? Now, they might like doing that and talking all about themselves and being too pushy. They're just not going to be successful with it. And before long, their brand and their reputation, in other words, is going to precede them. And you'll find out pretty quickly that they're not going to be great with follow through or being that interested in what you've got going on. All right, you guys, last but not least, my third tip on how to be successful in networking is to join niche communities. 
So in other words, even though the big organizations are great and you do want to go to plenty of those, make sure that you're looking for online versions if you can, because that's going to open up again more opportunities for you because then you're not limited by zip code or geography. So start with that. Obviously, if there are some local events for your industry or your profession, be active in joining those. But remember, the online communities and forums can really give you access across the country and across the world in meeting folks in your actual profession. And that can go a long way in networking. These kinds of spaces usually allow for targeted networking. In other words, they're going to actually niche down to your specific area of expertise. That not only is exciting because you get to meet like-minded people, but again, it's going to give you an opportunity to learn from others and it's going to give you an opportunity to share your expertise. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode on modern networking. Remember, networking can actually really affect your net worth. So it's something to really consider. And I hope today's episode really helped you with that. I loved breaking it up into those three segments because I wanted to keep it kind of easy peasy, right? Where we had the do's, the don'ts, and then the tips. So let me know in the comment section what you thought. Let me know which tip, what strategy you use. I would love to hear from you also about your do's and don'ts because we can definitely learn from each other. And that's what we're doing here on this podcast is building a community of amazing professional women like you who want to bring their A-game to the office and to their personal life. So again, you guys, thank you so much for joining me today. If you're watching us on YouTube, hello. Thank you again for joining us on YouTube. Feel free to also share this episode with other folks like you that you think could really benefit. And again, always let me know about other topics you would like for me to cover. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so let's talk anytime. And don't forget that if I can help you or your organization, head over to my website at drdonshoptalk.com. We can book a free 15-minute call, find out about all the services we provide like workshops and seminars and one-on-one coaching. So I would love to hear from you. As always, we're going to wrap up our episode with our motto right here at Shop Talk because it's all about taking control of your day, understanding what you can and cannot control. And here's something I want you to always keep in mind. That's why we refer to it as our motto. And it's this, if you're not having a fantastic day, you've got the power to make it one. Till next time, you guys, take care. I know our episode is over, but this is just the beginning. If you're ready to take action but don't know where to start, just head over to drdonshoptalk.com for lots of free resources, ways to work together, and for even more. Subscribe to the Dr. Dawn Shop Talk YouTube channel. Remember, ladies, you don't have to take this journey alone. I've got you covered. Till next time.